Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome for joining today on the podcast series Between the Covers. Today, I am super excited to be speaking with a very experienced writer in many genres, in fact, and her name is Lauren Elise Daniels. How are you today, Lauren? I'm well. Thank you, Kelly. No, thank you. Now, listeners, um, we're in for a massive treat today because Lauren has published and written and done so many things in the world of writing in her time. But we're going to start off by chatting about her new novel, Winning Short Story Competitions, which is in the genre of author craft. Interesting, Lauren. Thank you. That's that's an um, an author craft nonfiction book. It's a how to for authors that yeah. Carolyn Martinez or Kate Sawyer and I worked together on during the lockdown, actually, while we were trying to homeschool our children and super and fun just, time, wasn't it? <laughs> doing everything everyone else was doing. And we thought, why not write a book? Sure, Because it's so easy <laughs> to write a book, right? Not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it, it went really well, and we just kept trading drafts back and forth, and um, we found that we had something there, a, a kind of distillation of all of our experience as editors, she's a publisher, yeah. Yeah. Um, and as authors ourselves, so it's yeah. done really well. Yeah. So I think um, even before we jump into the actual book itself, mm-hmm. could we um, get a bit of a snapshot of, of you, Lauren? You've had an incredibly colourful career. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your journey thus far sure as you can tell from my accent I'm American I've been Mm -hmm. in Australia for 22 years now and Australian uh, lured me over I've been Ah. married married as long and um, have two children here and it's just such a beautiful place to be I came over as soon as I finished my master's degree at Emerson College in Boston Uh, I wrapped that up and I wrapped up a career at Ziff Davis Publishing in Boston as well um, and just made the leap just hoping to land (laughs) that's really brave oh the things we do for love right (laughs) and when we're younger this is true Lauren this is true (laughs) so I've I've been here ever since and I've been working in in publishing I mean I started in media my first job in Brisbane was working with a media agency but I really wanted to work with creative writers and um and also just found myself at the same time um coaching professionals and academic writers on how to just get their messages out there a bit better so I do wear a couple of hats (laughs) I need to live with you Lauren because you know I have a question like every couple of minutes (laughs) oh wow (laughs) that would be intense (laughs) (laughs) so you've you've done lots of different things and then you know you've now gifted the world with your book winning short story competitions what what is in that? Like, how did you do that? And how does it made up? Um, I think what prompted it is that both the the co-author Kate Sawyer and I are 
are judges for short story competitions. And I've been doing that for, gosh, oh, maybe 20 years now um, for various groups. And um, I think I think what we really wanted to do was help the people who were sending us manuscripts. Yes. Not quite hitting the mark. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a pattern and okay. there's some advice that I, I really picked up a lot of advice at Emerson College in Boston. Like I can't sing the praises enough for that program. Yeah. So I'm basically yeah. just distilling what I learned and sharing ways for authors to quickly get better. And yeah. I mean, yeah. short stories are such a good way to learn the craft. You know, it's short, it's direct, and mm. you you have everything in there, the character, the plot, the structure, all that. Yeah, but in a much shorter version than a novel, obviously. Yes. Which yes. which is much harder to do, I discovered, than you would think. You know, to condense that and to to hit the the mark on that is is quite difficult. It is. It is. You don't have a lot of room to move. You have to get it right. So no. I'm sorry, my phone's going off. I thought I had um <laughs> That's all right. off the owl. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We can very much easily edit that out. <laughs> okay. And so this book was to pretty much serve not only budding authors um, but but writers all around the world at different stages, is that correct? Absolutely. Um I think as a as a writer myself, well I know as a writer myself, I am constantly trying to develop my craft. Um, Because if you do something well once, you're in danger of trying to be a one-trick pony and play Mm. the same structure, Mm. play Mm. the same character arc. So I'm always taking workshops. I'm always signing up for online top-ups. You know, it is so important to keep It is really important, yeah. 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 And, yeah, that would be good advice for absolutely anyone to improve on at any stage. Yeah. Yes. And conferences are good for that too. I attend several conferences like GenreCon with the QWC here in Brisbane in February and um, StokerCon. I tuned in for their online version out of the US um, mm. because the, the panels and the speakers will just give you so much to think about so yeah. you can continue to challenge yourself. Yeah. And that's the key, isn't it? Continuing to learn and challenge along the way and improve because as we, we tapped into the the writing process is is a difficult one and a really in-depth one. Um, Oh, yes. So this book sounds like just the key that lots of people would would like. What was it like? I've never co-written with someone. What was that like? Oh, gosh, it was wonderful. We had such a good, you know, because lockdown was awful. You know, we all remember. Yeah. (laughs) Just feeling trapped and you couldn't go further than what was it, two and a half Ks for a while and and all that. So she and I were trading our manuscripts back and forth and we just collaborated so well. I mean, we would just say, well, what part do you want to talk about? Okay. And we just run with it. And the energy is in that piece. I think. Oh, it is. The lockdown and the the atmosphere and our enthusiasm also of getting to talk about wonderful topics that we're passionate about while we're also trying to make a dreadful birdhouse for our children's, you know, at home learning. Oh, it, kept, it would have kept you stable and grounded, I'm saying. It did. <laughs> I was so grateful. <laughs> I bet. I, I absolutely bet. Um, but I'm sure with the process there was difficult times as well what what were you, would you say was your most difficult part of of writing this book i i think when i was asked to do the chapter on perspective and point of view because okay. that's a topic i was never formally taught 
it was just one of those things. And it's that, I think that's the most technical aspect of writing aside from really wild structure combinations mm-hmm. that people have that yeah. perspective and point of view where the proximity of the narration is an issue on every page and every scene. Um, I was asked to write that chapter and I thought, oh, oh. I do it in a way that's engaging and exciting yeah. and yeah, clear because a lot of people like they get they get rejected for head hopping nowadays, whereas um, they may never have been told what that is, you know, yeah. where they are leaping from the one perspective yes. to the next in one scene. Yeah, yeah. So that that was the hardest part for me. It is, and and I absolutely agree with that. So we all know that all of us writers, budding, established, whatever, we've all got really different styles and approaches to our writing. So are you suggesting that this book is the way, only way? Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> no. In fact, be careful of anyone who uses the way. Or yeah, I agree. The there is no way. <laughs> That's a red flag right there. <laughs> I think this one is really good for people who want to write short stories for competitions and yes. for publication. Um, but there are so many, I mean, there are so many good author craft books out there. I mean, the story yeah. grid by Sean Coyne, which has a wonderful website and, and he's got his own collection of materials on site on, on his website. There's uh, Jessica Brody's saves the cat writes a novel. That's a classic. Yes, it's the novel, but I think if you look at that in terms of the short story as well, it is magical. Yes. Um, and also Marcy Kennedy is a wonderful author to to look at. She has a whole bunch of really slim lined uh, author craft books that are targeted mm. to specific issues specific like thing. show, don't tell or point yeah. of view. So. Which is the way I love to go. So um, that is fantastic adri- advice. And listeners, I hope you're writing all this down. <laughs> <laughs> because Lauren's gold. She's on the money. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, you know, Lauren, obviously you've had a plethora of experience as a writer and you've just written a nonfiction, but what is, do you have a preferred genre? I'm not sure. I I mean, I love magic realism. It's okay. one of my favourites because there is always a deeper message. And as far as the fiction genres mm. go, I love mm. magic realism. It's political without looking political. It's mm. described social messaging. Um, it has good depth. And I also love horror. I do. I think that's my go-to for, <laughs> for chilling out. And I love a good horror story. Ever since I was a kid, it's my dad's fault. He and I used to watch all those movies. <laughs> so, well, that's kind of great. <laughs> yeah, we had fun. <laughs> that's fantastic. Now, I've, I've, I'd like to tap into a few of your um, things in your bio. You've, you've talked here a little bit about working with editors in a changing publishing industry. What did you, what advice would you have there? Oh gosh. I think, I think what I would say is, is that authors need to be edited. I mean, I'm an editor and before I sent my magic realism um, novel Serpent's Wake off to a publisher that I knew very well, because I worked for him for 12 years, I still put my work in front of, in front of three editors. I still ask them to look at it and tell me because we all are so attached to our work. We're involved in it. We have like our babies. Oh, all these plates are spinning. We can't see what's happening. So my advice is, is this, is to remember that every good book and every good story that you pick up that's been published, there are several people involved in the, you know, the final rounds of editing there. Yeah. Yeah. Several, several, I would say. Oh, yes. (laughs) 
And why are you such an advocate for the short story um, to serve budding um, writers and novelists? It's a wonderful way to learn how to write well, because I meet a lot of people for their first work. They are aiming for an 80,000 word novel as their very first publication. Mm. And it's taking them 10 years Mm. or five years Mm. and they're, Mm. and they're agonizing. And then they get up the nerve to pitch it Mm. or to get an assessment and they feel destroyed by it. Because it's tough. It's, it's just so massive. And I say, why build a mansion, build a shed first that stands up. Yes. (laughs) I really like that. Yeah. Nice windows in it. Still a shed, you know, but work on that. And then you go for the mansion. I mean, all that's beautiful, Lauren. (laughs) A nice little shed. I love that. I've got that image going on now. (laughs) Yeah. Really, really good advice. Really good. And what's your take on educating writers to meet the market? What do you mean by that? Oh, perpetual education is really, I mean, I know in the States, if you really want to write, a lot of the writers that I know back there have done a bachelor's or they've done a master's, MFAs are all over the place in the US. Here in Australia, however, um, it's not so easy to do that. And I find that what people do is, is, you know, they'll take workshops or they'll Mm. hook up with their state writing centers. Mm. The Queensland Writer Center is amazing. And um, I mean, you can learn so much through a one day workshop that can just keep you fueled for months, you know. Um, so I think that constant education and, and it's, it's not a burden. You're with no. people who love what you love and yeah. you're excited and you come yeah. away with more tools. So yeah. I'm all for it. Right. And that again is just very insightful. So Lauren, what, what does your writing world look like? I mean, What's your day in, in involved with your writing? What what does it look like for you? Well, I, I wear a lot of hats, so I usually have a bit of editing to do. I have a bit of I run my own business. I run the Brisbane Writers Workshop, so I have <laughs> I saw that. stuff to do there. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, but when I have, if I see a submission call that I really want to write for, I just hunker down and Good. and do what I can, and I'll I'll often just focus on that. I, I kind of, when I lock onto something, I can be yes. relentless until it's done. So, Good. you know, working while the kids are at school or late into the night or getting up at four in the morning, just to yeah. finish that thing. Yeah. Off. yeah. So I can be a bit ruthless there um, to try to hit that mark. So. But wouldn't you agree with me that, you know, if this is something you really want as a writer, you have to be prepared to, to, to pencil in the time like stop you can't always just you've got to actually bum on seat and go for it absolutely and, uh, focus absolutely. and commit yeah absolutely yeah. so dare I ask Lauren and I'm sure there's more than one thing what's next on your writing agenda <laughs> oh gosh I just signed a contract today. oh congratulations yes, thank you for a short story named Silk and it's about really it's it's horror um and I know and it's going to be in an anthology called Hush, Don't Wake the Monster, um, edited by Azura Knox. And the inspiration for that was my my grandmother was a child worker in the New England mills. So she worked yeah. in a silk mill. First, when she was five, she was separating the silk cocoons. And then when she was about 11, she went left school and went back to work in these mills. Oh. And I just thought horror can be one of those genres where you can address yes, um, so submerged much. social messages while yes. still telling a great yarn, you know, spinning a great yarn. So 
Yes, that's that's what's coming that's out next. in 2023. <laughs> yes. Oh, congrats. That's really exciting and brilliant for everyone to hear. Thank you. Good on you. Well, just before we wrap this up, mm-hmm. I know you've this whole podcast has been words of wisdom, but listeners out there like myself, we feel you've got one more little <laughs> word of wisdom in, in you for us, Lauren. <laughs> what would you say to all the writers out there? <laughs> You know, I think it's after, gosh, that's a, that's a great question because I've been wanting to be a writer since I was in like maybe fourth or fifth grade. Okay. And so listening and watching and, and trying to emulate what other writers do. But I think the most important fact, the most important concept is to do your own thing, like take in all the advice, but it's okay if your path is completely different from everybody else's. Oh, yes. Be as authentic as you can strive to be as truthful as you can in your work, even for fiction. There's a truthfulness to good fiction. Yes. Um, And don't compare yourself to others because so many people are always kicking all these wonderful goals and celebrate them, but don't make it, don't let it make you feel like you're It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Hard not to take that on and go, but but I'm not doing that and yeah just stay true Mm -hmm. well you've inspired me Lauren (laughs) oh Kelly thank you so much thank you dear one and I bet listeners all feel exactly the same so on behalf of absolutely everyone I'd like to thank you for your precious precious time Lauren and wish you every bit of success in the future and Listeners out there, I encourage you as soon as you can to jump online and or in all good bookstores or, you know, in libraries, wherever you can, grab yourself a copy of winning short story competitions by the very experienced writer, Lauren Elise Daniels. Now, she's a big social media person from what I can see, so she's not going to be hard to find. (laughs) Lauren, thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Kelly. It's been a pleasure to chat with you. You too. Take care. You too. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.